Hey, pretty girls. Thank you guys for joining us for yet another episode, season one, episode five. Can you yeah. believe we're already five episodes yeah. in? We have two more episodes until the end of our first season. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with us tonight. We stream live every Friday at 8 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. And if you can't listen now and you want to listen on the go, hello to our on-the-go subscribers on Spotify, hey. Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of those platforms. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight's episode, or we're going to be talking about My a different wants. perspective to relationships. So we often hear a lot about um, the father-daughter relationship and journeying through life without a father. But tonight, I want to really focus in on the healing journey of the absent and strained mother-daughter relationship. So tonight's episode is called Mommy Wounds. Um, and we're going to play a video in a few minutes, but um, there was, this video kind of set the tone for what it is that we're going to be talking about tonight. And I think that um, you know, we're going to talk about the healing and forgiveness process and what it looks like to live life from a lens of the strained or the absent mother-daughter relationship. So tune into this clip and we'll be right back. I wonder if you all have thoughts or wisdom for people who don't have strong relationships with their mother. I don't ever think you grow out of needing your mom. Even people who have lost their mother in terms of their deceased, that's a deep, deep pain. But it's also painful to have your mother alive and feel like you don't have her. And for you to be full grown and there's like a baby in you, there's a little girl in you that still wants to be cared for and encouraged and affirmed, uh, still needs attention. I wanna affirm that that desire you have is good. You know, when we read it, especially as a parent, we say, yeah, honor your mother and father so that your days may be long upon the earth, that this is the only command given with a promise. Parents like to quote that for disobedient children. <laughs> but it is true. It's a promise with that. But I think it's also important for us, what does that look like when you're an adult? What does it look like to honor your mother um, when sometimes they haven't even lived an honorable life. So first thing I would say, in order for you to love your mom well and build a relationship with her and to honor her, is to first grieve the loss of the mother you wish you had. And in some ways, many of us have to have a homegoing celebration or we have to have a funeral in our own hearts and mind for the, the fantasy mom that I have to bury because she does not exist. And that the pressure, the standard that I hold this woman to, who is actually my mother, um, she may never get there, but what will it look like to have my deepest needs satisfied in God, satisfied by other women that God will bring close to me, but still thank God that this is the vessel he chose for me to come through. But I think grief, real grieving has to precede your ability to really love. Because sometimes we're loving a ghost and we're not loving the actual woman 
and who she really is. And I think grieving and, and allowing God to minister to you, to comfort you, and for you to see the resources of mothering he surrounded you with will help you meet her. And actually, even though you're her child, you'll be able to minister to her in a way that you didn't think you'd be available to because of your pain. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you you know what? I um my sister, she sent me this this video and um it was actually a, a repeat uh reaffirmation rather, I would say, of a conversation that I had with my elder. And the first thing I want to start with, because it's a lot of aspects to this, is that it's okay to want your mother. It's okay to want your mother as a little girl. When you think about how we're designed as people, we have a mother and we have a father. So it's okay to to to, to want your mother. And some people, people might say, yes, duh, that makes sense. But when you are seeking after something and you're continuing to grow in your relationship with God, and as you grow from a little girl who's seeking their mother to now I'm a teenager and now I'm an adult, you think, well, maybe something's wrong with me because I'm still seeking this relationship when, in fact, it's a natural thing for you to want to have. And I love that um, the speaker in this video really just dispels that um, right from the, from, from the get-go. Yeah. Because it is natural as we as we go through our processes from falling down and, and scraping your knee as a little girl to having your first period or your first boyfriend in high school to having having your first child and looking to your mother for instruction on how to, you know, what to do with their baby or um, how to weather postpartum depression. If that's something that, that takes place, place with you, you want to have that, that relationship with your mom. So it's natural. So I just wanted to start there for anyone who is still grieving, wanted to have a relationship with your mom. Just start there. Um, I just I just hope that it's freeing to you today to hear that it's okay for you to want to have that relationship. Um, and, you know, really what we want to delve into today is, is just walking through that process because it is a very crucial process that's very close to your heart. Mm-hmm. It's your mother. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think I love the fact that she dispels the the idea that you shouldn't want your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember sending this video to you with it checking me first. Yeah. <laughs> with it, with definitely yeah. with it checking me first. Um, I rem- I just re- watched the video and was just like, wow, wow, because it, it affirms so many things that I had to go through in private. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, had I had somebody tell me that, I wouldn't have been as hard as I was on myself. Um, with the desire to want my mother, um, I equally um, found solace, found peace in the 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 fact that she talked about the grieving process in two mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Um, I I really love the fact that the speaker talked about grieving um, <clears throat> the relationship or lack thereof with your mother, mm-hmm. um, as well as grieving um, the fantasy mother that you wish you had. Yeah. And that was my process. Yeah. Um, you know, my mother and I have not had the best of relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, full transparency. Um, we went through plenty of things and even seasons, like years of not speaking, um, years of just division and chaos. 
Um, <clears throat> and I remember being a very young girl, you know, watching other mommy-daughter relationships mm-hmm. be so tight and so close and so well-knit. Um, and watching a mother being that encourager, that promoter, that mm-hmm. that cheerleader in a corner and not having that. Yeah. And almost thinking that something was wrong with me because I didn't have that. Yeah. So I often would want to put together this idea of a mom. Um, when I had, you know, as an adult, I had to come to a place where I had to be okay that I didn't have that fantasy mom. I had to even be okay with the mother that I did have because I recognized that, you know, while I didn't like some of the things that I had to go through, while I didn't like the isolation and sometimes walking alone trying to understand my own journey to motherhood, womanhood, and adulthood, it was working for my good behind the scenes. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying this now. I didn't say this before. Yeah. You know, and you know, let me be transparent. We're walking through this process of how we forgave, how we healed. But in some in some cases, and I'm probably jumping the gun a whole lot right now, but in some cases, this is still a work in progress. Yes. So we're not talking about something that we um not only just overcame, but we're overcoming. Yeah. Um, and I so I really love to the point um the way the speaker comes right out of the gate, guns blazing, and says that it's okay. Yeah. Um, because if there's any pretty girls out there watching that are avoiding this, understand that we've avoided it, understand that we've gone through this, but it is okay to want the relationship with your mother, even when you know that the relationship may not be the best. Like Kawana said, it's our innate desire to have, excuse me, that affirmation by our mother. So if you start, you know, the part of the journeying and the healing process is first coming into the idea, coming to the reality that that your feelings are valid. Your feelings mm-hmm. are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think when I think about my journey with my mother and our relationship, it, it a lot of it mirrored yours. Um, a lot of not speaking to my mother for years, a lot of um, resentment and anger mm-hmm. um, and a lot of shame. I remember um, if a, if a, a boyfriend or a friend or someone said, or you're acting like your mother, it was like you were cursing me. Like you were like, it was one of the worst things that you could say to me. And I remember being ashamed of my mother and not that my mother was, you know, into drugs or anything like that. My mother was a professional. She's been a, a, a professional her entire life, but just the way that she interacted with people, I I was ashamed of it. So I remember for the longest time just being super fixated on the negative aspects of my mother to the point where I attributed everything that was unsavory or or, or what people found to be unsavory about myself to attributes of my mother. So I started to really built this this tall wall of resentment mm-hmm. about my mother because I'm like, you know, the reason why my my felt relationships have taken place is because of these attributes in you. The reason why this is taking place is because the attributes of you. The reason why I'm so broken in this area is because of these attributes of you. And I remember 
maybe a few months ago. And and, and when we talk about we journeying, like this maybe. is this is this is a journey yeah. because a lot of times people go their entire lives and there is no healing or deliverance when it comes to the the mother daughter dynamic. You know, and the enemy don't want our our family system to to be cohesive. Mm-hmm. So so let's start there. So you know there there's a lot of people who never see any healing, but it stops here and that's why we hear it on tonight but um I remember having a conversation with my elder and it really really freed me because as Nakaya talked about you have this version of this mother who you build up in your mind this mirage Mm -hmm. of a mother who you want her to be and it's really chasing a ghost. It's really yeah. loving somebody who does not exist. And then on top of that, it puts pressure on the actual person. And what the Lord showed me was I chose this vessel for you to be birthed out of. And when we negate the, the vessels that we came out of, both our mother and our father, we are literally negating the sovereignty of God because he he chose these things to take place. And then when we build up this mirage of a person who we feel that our parents should be, we're really hurting them. You know, you know the phrase hurt people, hurt people. You have um, a hurt parent that is parenting through hurt, but then you have the child who is is not able to love in the lens that they should love because they're, they're, they're loving somebody who does not exist. And when you're loving something that does not exist, you are literally disappointed every time you have an interaction with them mm-hmm. because it is, it is something that they will never aspire to because it's not them. Yeah. You know, um, If I could think about the journey of the relationship between me and my mother, um, I've realized even in preparation for tonight's episode that my relationship was really robotic. Mm -hmm. It was almost like, you know, if you're if you're on a uh, you're going on a trip and you're on vacation and you're driving really fast because you want to get your destination Mm -hmm. and you see the trees quickly just going by, going by, going Mm -hmm. by. That was kind of my relationship. Mm -hmm. I was going through the motions of said relationship so robotically because I was so angry. Yeah. I was angry for so many reasons. I resented at one point, you know, the relationship because I watched my mother be there for other people, for Mm -hmm. other women, Mm -hmm. for other girls. And it was like, for real? Because you got one right here. <laughs> like, no, full, full. Yeah. I, I think I'm probably going to be super duper honest in this. Not that I haven't been honest before, but we about to we get real. You, we say dig to the root. Tonight is one of those episodes where we really are going to dig. I was mad mm-hmm. that I would watch you be there for other people. I would watch you be there showing up as your fullest self. But when it came to me, it was almost like you couldn't stand, you couldn't stand to do that for me. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't do that for me. And so I remember like, you know, especially in my early 20s and coming into what adulthood looks like, just the relationship being super robotic because I was expecting you to be you and I really didn't want to deal with it, but I was still trying to figure out what honor looked like from a, from a very broken mm-hmm. lens. So I would have the relationship when we were speaking, but it was just robotic. It was going through the motions. Mm-hmm. It was checking a box instead of, you know, the instead of, you know, try, trying to have the relationship, even though it was very strange. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was just up, check the box. I'll call my mom today. All right. Okay, I'll call mom. All right. Oh, I talked to her this week. 
I talked to her this month, just literally dotting her eyes and crossing his T's. And I had to even, in hindsight, looking back, you know, I had, it, it would have been a lot different had I understood uh, then what I understand now. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I wouldn't have just um, checked off the box, but I might have had real conversations. Yeah. But because I was just broken on the inside, for real, I was just, you know, so mad because I wanted this fantasy person. Mm -hmm. I wanted I wanted the relationship I watched some of my other friends have with their mothers. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I'm just, I'm just we just gonna pass by this. We're just gonna pass by this because you're not who I wanted you to be. Mm -hmm. When in reality, you know, um, one of the things that I reflected on today was that the reality is it may not have been what I wanted. Mm -hmm. It may not have been the best of relationships, but she gave me what she had. Yes. Yes. She gave me Ooh, what she had. Jesus. I recognize now as an older adult, mm -hmm. um, you know, journeying through my relationship with my daughters, you know, and watching other mothers like you and so many others parent, and we're all parenting together, um, that, you know, I think about, you know, the relationship with her mother yeah. and how that might have affected yeah. the relationship she had with me. Yeah. And like I said, I'm jumping a gun. I'm trying to slow down. But just when I start to... Um, reflect. It was like, okay, I, the reason why I have to release this fantasy or this mirage that I've placed in my head is because she literally may not have been given no tools to be that for me. Yeah. So holding her to this standard, holding her to in this place that she may not be able to live up to mm -hmm. is unrealistic. And I have to be okay with that. But part of me being okay with it was healing from it. Yeah. You know, my acceptance from the relationship that I had with my mom came from just accepting the fact that she gave me what she had mm -hmm. and if I am going to if I continue to hold her to this standard we'll never have any relationship because I'm constantly holding her to something that isn't real to begin with yeah 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 I would definitely agree with that um my grandmother I mean this is this is no secret for anyone who is watching this and it's no dishonor to my grandmother but it really was it just continued to go pass down and pass down and pass down and pass down where you had mothers who weren't mothering mm -hmm. so when I look at when I look at the, the perspective of how I look at it now my mother did the best that she could with what she had she really did and I know that my mother my mother Sorry, guys. Sorry. I know that she, she 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 fought to have my sister and I. I'm a twin, and I know that like without a shadow of a doubt that my mother loves me, and um, it's just like my sister said. It takes healing to get to that point to to understand that that people love in a way that they know how to love versus the love in which you want to be loved. Um, and you know, that, that took a ton of healing and deliverance to, to realize that and that people do the best with what they have. And, you know, ultimately it might mean that you, you might end up hurt in the process, but you think about yourself as a parent and I, and I do the best that I can do for my children, but consider that when they grow up, they may, they might say, well, mommy, you work too much mm -hmm. or mommy, you did this or you did that when it was, it was the best that I had for them. So that is one thing that, that, that freed me when it came to, you know, parenting in general is that, you know, my mom did the best for me and my children <laughs> coming on a podcast one day. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But um, 
that was one thing that that freed me. But I think as I went through that healing process, the Lord just showed me the consequences of continuing to harbor that pain and not to not to face it. Yeah. Really, it 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 roots bitterness in your heart. Mm-hmm. And as I journeyed toward wholeness, the Lord was just showing me that you are compassionate. You are a compassionate person. You're compassionate to all these other people. Um, if, if the same situation happens to another person and then it happens to your mother, to the, to your mother, you like, a, you like a brick wall, yeah. but to everyone else, you're so loving and you're so compassionate. Do you not think that that's going to flow into your other relationship? Do you not think that that's going to flow into your marriage once you get married? Do you not think that that's going to affect the way you parent your kids? Do you not think that that's going to affect the way that you minister? Yeah. Do you not think that that's going to affect the way that I flow through you? And, um, you know, I said, oh, my gosh, this really has some 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 really, really long-standing consequences and this is something that I have to heal through and a lot of times you might not even know that the thing exists but as you continue to journey through God and as God continues to elevate you you want to 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 know that God can freely flow through you um and that was one of the things that he identified as a a almost like a um if you think about a pipe and debris in the pipe from the water continuing to be to be able to flow through that pipe. Yeah, you know, I, I one of the things that came to mind when you were talking um, is, you know, you were talking about like how the things that we haven't dealt with concerning a relationship with our mothers, how it stops the forward flow. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about the fact that, um, you know, the broken little girl that shows up on the inside of you. Um, breeds an uncertain woman mm-hmm. on the outside of yes, you. Yes, that's good. Um, it breeds an uncertain woman. So you show up in the marketplace lacking confidence. Yes. Um, you show up in 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 your in in a physical sense lacking self esteem. Yes. Being uncertain about what to do, where to go, and then you know it, it it spills. We always talk about how things start at at a root, and then it mutilates to other things. Mm-hmm. It mutilates into you know not really knowing how to navigate friendships with other women because the first best friend you should have had wasn't really the best friend mm-hmm. you wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're navigating relationships, and you choose. And healthy relationships because you didn't have the proper example of friendship mm-hmm. and all those other things and who should have been your first best friend. Um, so you, you know, the, the, you know, part of the of recognizing and even dealing with the pain is speaking to that little girl on the inside of you so that the 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 certain confident empowered woman can show up. Yes. And until you have dealt with that little girl that is screaming, cringing in the corner on the inside of you for something that you didn't have. You can't become that confident woman. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't flow like how you're supposed to flow. Either it be in the marketplace, it be your parents in style, it be in other relationships, whatever, you know, whatever dynamic that is, it's hard to really, you know, be be your best self when there's something on the inside of you yeah. that has that is that is unsettled because you haven't healed from it. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize the pain. 
Let's not hide from it. Right. We can't just tuck it in our back pocket. So, you know, there were days I wish I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't tuck it in your back pocket. You have to deal with it. How You know, you have to, um, you know, like she said, find that comfort in God. You have to start to take the necessary steps towards the healing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it hurts that you may not have had the mother that you wanted. However, it does not stop your life. Right. It cannot stop your life. Right. It won't stop your life if you if you do the work that it takes to give to, to get towards forgiveness and healing. Yeah. Because the reality is is that you know you may not have the relationship that you want to have with your mother, but you can have a relationship. Yes. But it's hard to have that relationship when you're um, harboring all the feelings because you didn't have what you thought you wanted to have, or even when, not even thought, but even what you what you should have had in that relationship. Yeah, um, I think it's it's continually. It's a continual process of forgiveness, a continual process of deeper depths of love. Mm -hmm. And when I imagine how God loves us, because it's a love that's imaginable, we sin on a daily basis, y'all. We mess up on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. yet our God God loves us through all of our faults, right? So if, if we are trying to if our if our goal is to emulate Christ who who loved all right then we have to we have to get up on a daily basis and decide that we're going to forgive and that we're going to love everyone and that includes our parents yeah so don't think that you will wake up one day decide that you're going to go through the healing process with your with your mother and then that's just going to be it you might have to decide every day and then you get on the phone with your mama and then she say something to to make you angry. She might even say something that make you hurtful. I make I make even say something that is hurtful to you. But you have to continually forgive, because the other consequence to that is because you need to heal so you can go go turn around and minister to your mother who is hurting, who is not healed, who needs to be brought to Christ, who needs to be delivered, so that. Christ can literally do divine surgery on their heart. And, you know, it's, it's just a process. You know, a lot of people want things to happen instantaneously, but my relationship with my mother has literally taught me to, that I literally have to love. I'm talking about even when I don't want to get, pick up the phone and call her yeah. to see how she's doing. But really, she's used to people not 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 looking at her, you know? Or, you know, mom, do you need something? You know, what does what does honoring your parents look like? Even though sometimes you feel like they might be hurtful to you. It could just be saying, are you okay? And that you continuously call them to see if they're okay. Oh, do, do you want to have the lunch sometime? Do you, you know, pressing past some of the feelings that you have and, and really being obedient. Because we are to honor our parents. And, you know, people try to use other scriptures to say, well, if they're not doing, no, 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 no. We are to honor our parents. Let's stay there for a second because it's so, I love our conversations because you literally walked into the next point that I wanted. (laughs) You walk right into us. We're going to go there. Um, Because I'm going to play devil's advocate for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I spoke about this one other time on a Bible study. Um, it's triggering for me mm-hmm. to hear the scripture, honor your mother and your father. Yeah, what It's a curse too? word to me. Yeah. I, it used to ruffle my feathers. I'm a lot, a lot, I'm a lot more changed these days. <laughs> but I remember a time where I don't want to hear that. Right. I don't want to hear it because it was a manipulation tactic in my house. Yeah. 
when things didn't go the way my mother wanted it to, wanted it to my mom could have been in the middle of laying us a new one. But if we if we said oh my, if we tried to you know to say mom you you know this ain't right or or have any sort of word about it, the first thing she would say is the Bible says honor <laughs> your mother and your father. And I would come right back and be like the other side of that scripture says parents do not provoke your children yes. to wrath. Yes. you know so it, it it legit used to it used to trigger me. It used mm-hmm. to get on my nerves to hear honor your mother and your father because it was used in my house so often to get her Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm. But let's stay there for a second to talk about honor because, you know, one of the things that I struggled with doing Mm -hmm. was honoring her. Mm -hmm. You know, was, was, was honoring her. And I love what the speaker said. She was like, you know, you know, she's still worthy of honor, even if she's um, lived a dishonorable life or Mm -hmm. a life that, you you know, you didn't think was honorable. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying my mom wasn't honorable. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it at all. I'm like, what? After after this and this and another mm-hmm. thing, another thing. And the Lord was like, oh, so you're keeping record of wrong. And I'm yeah. like, bro. Unforgiveness. <laughs> bro. Bitterness. Unforgiven spirit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm still learning, and I'm in fullest transparency, I'm still learning how to navigate honor. And sometimes honor for me looks like being quiet, not telling my side of the story. Mm-hmm. Sometimes honor is, though I don't want to do it, I'm going ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, though I don't, may not want to talk right now, you know what? Let me just, hey, mom, how are you? you yeah. Know, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. You know, when, when she calls. And I still struggle with a routine of calling because my life is busy. You know, I, I, y'all know I got four kids, two twins, um, or, or one set of twins. So my life can be busy. However, you know, taking those moments um, to spend time to talk and yes. you know there's been times where I've me and my mom do talk and we share you know restaurants that we find and I even invited my mom out to dinner one night and I was expecting her to say no but she was like oh you know that'll be a good idea maybe we could go out mm-hmm. you know and try this new restaurant so honor for me looks like you know um stretching myself to take those moments mm-hmm. because the reality is you know through this through this process I, you know I don't want to have regrets you know, if my mother was to be called home and there wasn't some sort of healing yeah. in the process. Yeah. So I, you know, never, you know, through through all of the hurts, through all of the things that we had to go through, you know, the woman in me still doesn't want to let life pass by and then one day I wake up with a, a notepad full of regrets. Yeah. So, you know... It doesn't excuse things, doesn't... But what it does do is push things along. Um, so, you know... Honor for me looks like just stretching myself and saying, like, take the time, mm-hmm. make the time, mm-hmm. you know, spend the time, yeah. FaceTime, yeah. Google Meet, you know, however yeah. we have to do it um, so that, you know, not only do we work towards repairing the relationship, but the reality is you and I on this platform are both mothers. Yeah. So what it looks like is that, you know, my children have a relationship with their grandmother because, they're, you know, I think about my relationship with my mother's mother and it's almost non-existent. Yeah. And that was because my mother and her mother went through the very similar cycles yeah. of speaking and Me not too. speaking, arguing and not arguing, you know, uh, siblings against siblings. So one ain't talking to the one mother, you know, all of the, all those other things. And what I don't want to happen, I remember my, my mother's mother died when I was a junior in high school and I weeped because I lost a grandparent, but there was no relationship like 
there was no tie in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hear my older siblings speak so highly of this woman, and I have no idea who they're talking about. Yeah. And when I think about that, um, you know, I don't want my girls to... Um, you know, to have that same sentiment when it's my mother's time to transition. Yeah. So, you know, honor for me looks like not repeating the cycle of the of the granddaughters not really knowing their grandmothers because of a situation between mother and daughter. Yeah. Yeah. For me, honor looks like many of the same things, but I would say um honor my mother also is is prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, prayer through many of the aspects that and and not even for her to change, because I remember um, many of my my prayers were directed at her changing and, and really asking God when I think about it, that's probably was a little not right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, but but then I asked I started to ask God to transform me and how I my notes <laughs> and how I dealt with her and how I received her and how I loved her and and really understanding how you know she wants to love and, and that's still a work in progress. You know, it's still a. a, a it's still a process, but I will say that as I'm journeying through that process, the Lord has really changed my perspective of the things that I once viewed as negative aspects. Like my mom is the one who sent me to dance school. My mom is the one who is very, very smart and resourceful. And that's where I get my smarts and my resourcefulness from. My mom is the one who started me traveling from a very, very young age so that now I love to travel. You know, I love to experience new things. My mom is the one who always, always was resourceful resourceful and was a good steward over her money. And now the Lord is, is bringing me back to that place (laughs) but it really started to shift to I am my mother's daughter and there is um a confidence and a boldness in I am my mother's daughter Mm -hmm. and I am proud to say I am my mother's daughter because there are so many good things that were birthed out of Kiwana that came directly from my mother. And I pray for anyone who was watching this can, can view those things. You know, there might be some circumstances where you may not have ever known your mother, but I pray that the Lord even shows you the attributes that your mother has given you that really have shaped and molded you to the person that that you have become you know the 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 father knew us before we were formed in a womb and he also knew us he also knew which womb that he was going to put us in and how that was going to shape and transform our lives so as you transform through this process just just consider that just consider that the, the, the Lord above, the, the same God that we pray to, the same God that we worship you, literally chose your mother to, to birth you. You know what's interesting is that you stepping on my triggers tonight. But I love it because I remember a time in my life. <laughs> I remember a time in my life where um, family, friends and stuff would see me in my adultness and in my adulthood. And they would say, girl, you look just like your mom. And I would be Burning up. Yeah. I'd be ready to chew bricks on the inside. Not chew um, bricks. <laughs> listen, <laughs> tell the truth, shame devil. But, you know, burning up on the inside because people say, child, you look just like your mother coming up. Oh, my gosh, you look just like her. You are her twin. And I'd be burning mad about it. But in reality, you know, I think about it now 
And the trick of the enemy is to get you to rehearse the bad times so that you never remember the good times. Because, you know, in my process, I had to remember the good times. And, you know, and look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I did pick up some of 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 the things from my mother Mm -hmm. that were not negative. You know, like I said, the enemy does a really good job trying to paint this image that it was all bad. But I remember... You know, um, younger in my childhood and teenagehood, the times where, you know, we spent getting our nails together, mm-hmm. done together, countless restaurants, shopping trips to the mall put us out, mm-hmm. you know, all, you know, all of those things. I remember the vacations. I remember the introduction to so many um, different things that I still do in my life. Vacations, you know, grooming, getting your hair done, getting wow. your nails done, you know, all, wow. all of those things, you know, I, I remember those things and I can smile during those times and think about those times and not think about it from an anger or resentful lens because it, it took time. It took wow. time. It was almost like there was a mental block at some points in my life because all I could remember were, you know, the hardships, the hard times, the seasons of not speaking, the discord, the discord connect the the tears the pain that's for so long I rehearsed that for so long that I forgot about the good moments even if the bad moments were far more than the good moments I couldn't remember those good moments Nakaya you know I just love the way the Lord works so as you were talking about as you were going through through that that path I thought about my mom, my my younger mom, and how she used to get her nails done, mm-hmm. and how she always, um, you know, she my mom always had us um, cute to the T, hair done, um, nails done. Um, we 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 she she paid for me, my sister, all of us to go to the hairdresser. We was we was always fly, um, and we never lacked for anything. I mean, my mom. Uh, was a single mom the entire time, our, our entire lives, and we never lacked for nothing. I mean, my childhood was was very abundant, and I'm just like, wow. But I even thought about the fact that my mother was in nursing, and where am I in now? I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's it's it's... I think about it now, and when you was like, oh, I am my mother's child, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. There are some, you know, good qualities. Like, you know, like I said, the enemy will have us thinking of all the bad qualities, all the bad things. But there are still, even even if they weren't the perfect mother, because none of us are perfect. Even if they weren't the best example, there there are still qualities that we can share as a mother-daughter duo or whatever you want to identify it as. Where there there were healthy things yeah. that, that you know that we learned you know even in maybe not the best case situations but there were still things that we could um, extract from the context of our relationship that yeah. were all bad yeah and I also wanted to explore too that there was never any lack when it came to a motherly relationship when I look at my life as a as a younger person when I look at my life. As a teenager, even when I look at my life now, there are dozens of motherly figures in my life who do give who do give me that um, those things that I that I have been looking for my entire life. And really, when it comes to the perspective shift, I used to say to myself, I used to forsake the relationship because I'm like, well, I can have all these 
beautiful relationships with other people, with, with you know, quote-unquote strangers, and I want to say strangers in the aspect of they're not the people who birthed me, when really God sent those people. God sent those people um, in my life because he wanted those people in my life and he wanted my mama to be my mama. And I think when it comes to a lot of the things that, that we view in our life, we really just need to shift our perspective and just be more grateful for not only the vessel that he chose, but the people that he's placed. Because when I look back, my God, there was no lack. There was a, there, there is no lack. There is, there is an abundance of people who literally pour into me, who yeah. I can have those, those mother daughter relationships that, that God has sent. And as you go through that process, you, you had to go through the process because you won't even begin to see the goodness in this situation until the lens of trauma, the lens of hurt, the lens of abandonment, rejection, all these things are no longer on your eyes. And the only way that you can get to that place is if you literally allow God to do divine surgery on you. You know, what's interesting, this flow of conversation is so amazing because as things are dropping and dropping in my spirit, you're speaking. Them. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, that's another trick of being blindsided though, mm -hmm. is that if we stay in the angry, resentful place will miss the people that God ordained yeah. to fulfill the needs Ooh, we couldn't Jesus. get from our mothers yes. you know I think back um, you know over just over my life and yeah. there were plenty of areas that because of my mom's own trauma own hurts own pains mm -hmm. own situations that she had to endure in her life there were things that she couldn't afford to give me as a woman yeah and that's okay um, because God made sure there were people in my path that gave me what I lacked from that relationship. Yeah. You know, when I think over, you know, my, my father's mother played a very, very intricate role in my life. And, you know, it's been 13 years since her transition. But I think back over those times and the times that, you know, I needed a, a, a mom figure the most. She was right there yeah. through uh, through a lot of things that I couldn't talk, uh, talk to my mother about, through things that... I didn't want to talk to nobody about it. And somehow she still knew mm -hmm. and was able to um, help me navigate those areas. So, you know, if, if there's anybody out there, you know, I would start to look around uh, at the people who are around you that you don't even notice to be there and to be molding you in that way, but they're mm -hmm. there intentionally. They're there, um, you know, to, to, to mold you, to grow you, and to be um, a, not a replacement, but an addition or an enhancement to what, you know, what you don't have as well as you already have. Mm -hmm. You know, and further on in my life, you know, past my grandmother, there were, you know, um, other, other women that somehow would just... God would, you know, so matter, not matter of factly, because he's intentionally, but intentionally place them in my lives mm -hmm. at the time that I needed the most. You know, shout out to Noni. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, shout out to my former first lady and so many other women that I probably can't even remember right now. Forgive me. That you knew what I needed in the season that I needed it, and you were right there, yeah. you know, uh, cheering me on every step of the way, you know. So, you know, part of dealing with the anger, the 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 pain, the 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 all of the different emotions that we experience is looking around to see that God put somebody in your path to help you in the areas that you needed the most, even when Mom couldn't do it. Because you know, part of the healing process is understanding that not only did she give you what she had, but 
that would have also been a sacrifice too. You yeah. know, if you, you know, the hill me can now look back and understand some of the burdens that my mother had to carry that as a child I was too young to understand. But even in those burdens, she still gave me what she had. And while I didn't feel like it was uh, it wasn't enough then, I'm grateful for it now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm grateful for the relationship with my mother because it's teaching me deeper depths of love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's he- teaching me deeper depths of forgiveness because a lot of people say I love and I forgive, but they have no concept of it. Um, and I love how as I journey toward those deeper depths and as I journey toward that, that deeper level of forgiveness, really it has cultivated a stronger relationship with God Mm -hmm. and consider that when you are looking at um, your, your relationship with your, with your parent, your mother, your God is the parent to the parentless. And as you are seeking the things that you um, want from your mother, really just taking solace in God. And I love how, Really, the way that our relationship has been fortified is as I'm looking for all these things that I'm looking for in other people. And even as we we talk about your mother, it could be um, your your boyfriend, husband, uh, best whoever. It could be whoever that really God wants to want every part of us to be satisfied in Him because He is God. He can be the the the, the father to the fatherless, the mother to the mother. This and I really love how. This journey to seek wholeness, to seek forgiveness, to seek deeper depths of love have really taken me deeper in my relationship with God because you have to be able to hear. Um, Even as we talk about the other people that God has put in our lives who have really um, filled those spaces that we wanted to see from my mother, um, there's also been times where I literally could not hear I can now hear now some of the things that my mother will say to me that's really good advice. I'm like, go ahead, mom. And um, where I'm, I'm seeking an answer and the words out of my mother's mouth is literally the answers that I'm seeking. And as you go through this process, you'll stop, you'll stop viewing your mother as a villain. And I can tell you that prior to this process, you know, there, there, there could be anything that my mother did and she was the villain. And now I'm like, wow, you know, look at, look at the wisdom that my mother has. And and when she speaks to me and even when she spoke that way back then, you ever have a time when the Lord bring you back to a situation that where something took place and your mama told you that it was going to take place, but you couldn't hear it because you're like, my mom always talking about stuff like that. And um, he's even taking me back to times where, she was really giving me wise counsel and I couldn't hear it because of my unforgiveness to her. So I pray pray now that, you know, even your ears are opened as you go through the the process of healing and um just healing with your your mother so that you can hear even potentially how you're hurting her. Heal how how you might be potentially hurting her. Heal hear some of her potential hurts that, that God really wants you to minister to and heal hear rather even some of the things that she might be saying to you to pour into your life because um you know I'm gonna be transparent it's at some points in my life I didn't think that she was qualified to pour because she wasn't in a church when when we know that God can use anyone 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, I want to, the next part I want to talk about is, you know, we're, we're telling um, our, our fellow pretty girls to go through the process, mm-hmm. but I think we need to break that down. Mm-hmm. I think we need to um, dig a little deeper and explain what that means. Mm-hmm. And I'll start, um, I'll try not to verb vomit everything because I want us to pro- to really dialogue about this. Yeah. But one of the, um, one of the uh, part of my process, what it looks like for me is that when I release the anger, when I release the pain, when I release the resentment, when I released all of those emotions, when I dealt with them, when I grieved them, when I went through, you know, all, all each, each step of the way, I begin to shift my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so my process looks like um, going from Lord change her to Lord change me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I realized that I was holding her to things that happened in the past and really just keeping record of wrong. Mm-hmm. And it prohibited us from moving forward in a relationship because I was still, you know, so mad at what you did or mad at what happened or it could have been different. Mm-hmm. I wish it would have been different. All of those things. So when I started to understand, what I started to understand and I started to just put all the pieces together, it went from Lord get her to Lord Lord change me, mm-hmm. change me so I don't have to relive, yes. you know, all, all of these things all over again. Because in doing so, I'm prohibiting any forward movement in a relationship with my mother. Because all I keep doing is going back. Yeah. So for me, I had to take a deep dive look at me and really deal with it, mm-hmm. cry it out, pray it, you know, pray through it, all of those things in order to even fathom what the next chapter of a relationship could. Even even look like yeah um I would say for me it's really taking the time to to write even if you have to write out a list mm-hmm. of the positive attributes of your mother because a lot of times in order for our our perspective to shift we have to see the opposite of what we're thinking um and for me it didn't it didn't happen in a list per se even as as we were talking on this podcast um you know, I even saw even more that of, of how I am shaped has attributed to my life. And sometimes you won't see that and come into fruition until later on in your life, like I am seeing now. But it's really just just thinking on the positive attributes of your life, the positive things. As Nakaya talked about um, earlier, the positive mem- memories, because um, a lot of times there will be a circle, circular playback of the negative things that happen that, that really are designed just to trigger us and just to trigger us back into unforgiveness and um bitterness the other thing I would say is um just continuing to to pray and to submit to what God is saying about the relationship and to be open to the fact that you know, a lot of times we go through hurt and pain and we feel so justified in the way that we're acting because we were hurt. And really that's another trick because if you were justified and stayed in that place, then you won't be healed from the pain. You won't forgive. And um, it is much, much easier for me to, to for, for me to transform myself, right? Um, than for me to try to transform another person, which we shouldn't be trying to do anyway um, in, in that, in that respect. So it's really, I would say um, being open to the process before you even go down this process, pretty girl, you got to be open to look at yourself because with many many things you know especially with this 
you might say this terrible thing happened between me and my mother and I will never forgive her. It was so terrible. It was so terrible. It was so terrible, but allow God to, to come in because the biggest thing is, is, is allowing God to come in and, and being able to have introspect and being able to look inwardly to say, what could I have done better? What can I do now? How can I transform? Right? Because again, it really comes back to, we, we, we are, um, we can, we can control ourselves better, you know? And then I would say, lastly, it would come down to every time you think of a wrong, um, pray for forgiveness every time, because, you know, we, we say we forgive, but it's really a superficial level of forgiveness. So I'm talking about every time she ain't go to, she ain't, she ain't have, um, Barney at my birthday party. Lord, I pray for forgiveness. She ain't give me the red sneakers. Lord, I pray for forgiveness. She didn't buy me the red card. Lord, I pray for forgiveness. Like literally every alt, right? Every alt that you have against your mother, pray for forgiveness so that you, so that it's a, not a 70% process. It's not a 50% process because guess what? She going to do something else and then you're going to be triggered. No, we want to be a hundred percent whole and healed. Forgive every time something comes up. Yeah. I think it, it leads into the next point that I was going to bring up was to release her and release you. Mm-hmm. Um, so in releasing her, meaning your mother, um, you're going to have to release her from this, this, this that you got on the back of her uh, her blouse because mm-hmm. of whatever happened. Mm-hmm. You know, part of my release was releasing her from, um, you know, the pain of the past. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is I'm so stuck on the pain of the past. What if I miss the the, the move of God? Because I'm so hell-bent on, you know, this, this pain of the past that I yeah. miss the moments where she's trying to heal. Yes. She's trying to make it right. Yes. She's trying to, you know, develop this relationship. But I'm so like... No, no, mm-hmm. she did this, she did that. You know, that that I missed those moments. So part of releasing her is releasing her from all of the things that you felt that she did wrong. Mm-hmm. Let it let it go. Let it go. And it's yeah. much, much Ooh. easier said than yes. done, but you have to let it go. Yes. And part of releasing her is the, the flip side of the coin is then releasing you. Yeah. Releasing you to be your most authentic self. We talked about authenticity last week. But now showing up as the healed version of you. Yeah. You know, for me, it was the Lord literally having to take my heart of stone to a heart of flesh. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that process, when I, I finally, because it, it took some time, you know, but when I finally allowed the Lord to do that, what it looked like is that I was overcome with empathy. Mm-hmm. I was overcome with compassion because, and, and my prayer literally turn, turns from Lord help me. So Lord help her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lord help her. Yes. Because when I when I when I released all, all, all of that stuff that I was carrying, I, I was able to look on my mom with compassion and say, Lord, I've prayed for so long for my own healing. Mm-hmm. And thankfully you you honored that you gave that to me. But now I'm asking for hers. Yes. But now I'm asking for I, I have learned to stand in the gap, yes. not just for my relationship with my mother, but I also understand and recognize that this has infiltrated my bloodline for so long that now other mothers and daughters are having, you know, similar if not worse relationships. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, Lord, you know, help her. Yeah. Help her so that the women that are mothers in her generation, you know, if she's healed, if she can be the example of healing and wholeness, it, it you know, she could be infectious and, and spread that healing yeah. and wholeness to my bloodline so that nobody else had to have the story that I had to heal from my childhood. I had to heal from my mother or whatever this, whatever your, your story may be. You literally, you know, if, if you change her, because you changed me, I know you can change her. And yeah. if you changed her, she can be that level example, the living example in the earth of what you've done in the heavens concerning her healing. Yeah. So you know, part of you know releasing her is also releasing yourself. Yeah. And having that compassion, looking on, you know, your mother and say, you know what, Lord, she's dealing with a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A whole lot. I don't. And, and as kids or young adults, adolescents, teenagers, we may not have fully understood, you know, all that was going on, mm-hmm. and it may, and it wasn't really our business for real. But as adults, you know, you when you when you're healing and you've walked through this process, you know, your heart of flesh recognizes that it's no longer about you and your needs because God has satisfied them. But then, like like the the speaker in the video was saying, you then be able to intercede for your mother. Yeah, and in that, you know, in that in that those moments of intercession, you can if the healed you can watch God move on her behalf mm-hmm. just like He moved on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. And, and what does that look like? Just like just like a stepping stone. If you are someone who who was looking to start that process, my uh, leader and spiritual mother, she shared with me and a group of ladies a song, and it and the song says a heart that forgives. And um, even if you want to play that that song so it can minister to you, um, really just ask God for a heart that forgives because we really want to, we, I mean, we, we have to forgive, you know, and then you want to ask God to love the way he loves and to see the way that, that he sees. Because again, if we can't even view things or um, see things, same thing, if we can't see things the way that he sees, then we won't be able to love the way that he loves. And even as God changed your perspective, because really he's changing your perspective, right? You can begin to become more compassionate. The Lord may even trust you with some of the things that, you know, and might not go down to the details, but like, you know, trust you with the, with the knowledge that you, that your mother is, is battling some things that, that may have taken place when she was a little girl. Um, and that you, going through this healing process and t- and giving your mother your testimony may bring her through as well. So, you know, just praying those simple prayers. Lord, give me a heart that forgives, oh God. When it comes to me, it comes to the relationship with me and my mother, Father, help me to love her. Help me to love all in a way that, that you love people. Help me to see people in the way that you see people. And you can just start there. You know, ask God to to put you in a place where you can view yourself, where you're in a place that he can reveal the things in you that are unlike him. Because guess what? My sister just talked about um, praying for a, a heart of flesh versus a stony heart, right? And I would pray that prayer. Yo, I would, I, listen, I would play that prayer out. But guess what? Guess who had the, the heart of stone? Yeah, yeah. Guess who needed the heart of flesh? Yeah. And... It, when I tell you that it's so important to look inwardly, you have to be able to look inwardly. Yeah, you know, one of I think when we stick our pen in, and I, I think we um, would be remiss not to say this, is that the same patience God had with you in your process, you're going to have to give your mother. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you're going to have to give your mother. And what does that look like? It looks like understanding that the process gets messy, just like your process got messy, her process is going to get messy, which means that, you know, you give her grace in that area, mm-hmm. but you also maintain your boundaries in that area, yes. you know, because when it gets messy, it might rehash some of those same things that you've, you've healed from. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like is like, mom, I love you, but I'll talk to you later. Mm, yep. Um, all right, let me go ahead and get these kids together. You know, I'm going to call you back a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know, call me tomorrow. You know, so realizing that, you know, you're not going to disrespect her in those moments. But what you are going to do is maintain your boundaries and maintain your peace. So, you know, while she's going through that process, you know, there might be slip-ups. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. She's not perfect. We not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to forget, like Nikawana was saying, we're going to forgive a uh, hundred times plus a hundred times plus a hundred times. But understand that in those moments where you've asked God to um, work, work on her, work through her, and work with her, that there's going to be times where it gets messy. And when it gets messy, that's okay. It doesn't mean that she's trying to re-harm you or trigger you in any way. But just like our process was messy, hers could be messy too. Mm-hmm. Maintain your boundaries, but remain empathetic. Remain compassionate. Remain loving because God loves you through your process. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, we some hard-headed folk. I know I am. <laughs> so, you know, but equally, the same things that we want God to do for us, show us grace, show us mercy, compassion, love, all of those things. We have to equally do that as well. So when our mothers are going through their process towards healing, it ain't always going to be pretty. Um, you maintain your boundaries, but love her anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. This was good. So good. <sighs> So glad I made it. <laughs> Just like, um, you know, it was. I think, you know, I, I hope that um, our transparency really helped those that are struggling with, you know, the absentee mom or the strained relationship, whatever the dynamic is between you and your mother. I really hope that, you know, us being honest about our walk and where, you know, how we navigated and are navigating the process with our mothers, I hope and pray that it empowered you to really take a, a, a deep, a, a deep look into um, the dynamics of your own mother-daughter yes. relationships with your mom and even with your children. Yes. Um, because, you know, the way that we stop repeating cycles is to do the opposite yes. of what we were taught in some instances. Yeah, because, you know, I always say that I, I'm the bloodline curse breaker. So it may have run in my family until it, until it met me yes. and it runs out with me. Um, so I, I really hope that you um you were encouraged um to really look at your own relationships with your mom, daughters, whoever, niece, whoever it may be. If you're a mother figure, I pray that um you know if you're in a situation and you have a strained relationship with your daughter, that you consider what we said, that we you consider um, what we've talked about from the lens of being a daughter and now a mother. Um, I really hope that it encouraged you. I hope that this episode um you know really sparked some conversations, you know, yeah. some needed conversations um in our family life. So that, you know, we don't have to repeat the same cycle so that our daughters and our, you know, aren't sitting on a podcast or, or, or wherever talking about the hurts you know, that they experience, if we can recognize them, talk about them, work through them and heal through them, it's preventable for our future generations. Um, So we want to thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning in um, on tonight's uh, broadcast. We have two more um, episodes left before we close out this season. Um, So we will be closing out shortly, but we're just going to take a small break and be right back um, for more digging to the root. We are not done at all. Um, So thank you guys for tuning in. And again, 
We're here every Friday night at 8 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. And if you're listening on the go, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all of them, y'all. All of the platforms, every <laughs> single one of them, literally. So if you, you know, if you want to find us, you'll be able to find us. Yes. Um, so thank you, pretty girls, for tuning in and watching with us tonight. And we will see you right back here next Friday. Bye, Bye pretty, pretty girls. girls.